Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast coming at you on Tuesday, the 3rd of October. General advice only, not to be confused with advice suitable to your personal financial circumstances, but I'll give you a bit of advice suitable for your personal financial circumstances. Go and do something else until the stock market starts going up. We are going down today, down 100 points, that's 1.42%, as the resources sector folds up, down 2.73%. BHP down 2.4%, Rio down 1.9%, Fortescue Metals down 2.2%, and a whole confluence of negatives at the moment. The usual negatives, uh, there was a bunch of Fed speak. We've got an enormous number of Fed governors speaking this week, including Powell, and the message is still higher for longer. Some of the Fed governors overnight suggesting that we need to see multiple rate rises from here. That's Michelle Bowman, not to be confused with Michelle Bullock who's the Australian. This is a Fed governor, Michelle Bowman, reiterated her call for multiple rate increases. We also had Michael Barr, another Fed governor, Fed's vice chairman for supervision, saying the debate is about how long to leave interest rates elevated. And there are a bunch of other strategists and commentators jumping in on where US interest rates should peak out. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink says they should top 5% as shifts in geopolitics and supply chains make inflation more persistent. Goldman Sachs, following a sharp repricing towards a higher for longer regime in the US, 10-year yield will end 2023 above 5%, says Goldman Sachs. On the back of all this, the US dollar has gone up and the Aussie dollar has dropped, can you believe it, in a day, 1.1%. Now, looking for other reasons for that, in my section today, you'll read something that's made it into the Reuters headlines is the Department of Industry Industry, Science and Resources Quarterly Report. This is the Australian Department of Industry, Science and Resources. Their quarterly report has made it into Reuters. Commodity export earnings are forecast to fall to 400 billion in 2023 to 24 from last year's record 467 billion and to 352 billion by 2024-25. They say the world economic slowdown, including the sluggish rebound in the Chinese economy from COVID-19 lockdowns will cut resource and energy export earnings and a further fall seems likely in 24-25. Obviously not good for the economy, not good for the government and their brief trade surplus and not good for the Aussie dollar and not good for the resources sector. So the whole lot on the nose today and although no, none of you want to hear that because you've probably got BHP and Rio stuck in your long-term 20 stock portfolios, probably even holding it as an income stock, none of you want to hear that but the reality is it's actually quite good news for us because we have a BHP one stock portfolio which is in cash at the moment and the lower the better for us and for now obviously still standing back in cash as we are doing in the strategy portfolio and the Macquarie one stock portfolio that chart looks pretty ugly and as we are in the ideas portfolio no ideas in the ideas portfolio at the moment I keep saying seeing little things popping their heads up lithium stocks had a fairly good day on Friday. Look like they might be turning around. There's still chatter of an eventual corporate move on Pilbara Minerals. And if the Aussie dollar keeps going down like this, in the eyes of international, particularly American predators, Australian stocks are getting cheaper by the day. But you'd never buy just for that. And if you look at the table of global stocks in our overnight or rather our morning section this morning, you'll see they're getting nailed. P 
Piedmont down 4.9%. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Livent, Livent, L-I-V-E-N-T, down 5.3%. Sigma Lithium down 6.5%. Lithium America down 5.8%. Albemarle down 4.5%. Sprott Lithium down 3.4%. American Lithium down 4.2%. Standard Lithium down 3.6%. Lithium still getting nailed. Price didn't move overnight as far as I can see, but that is not a trend that you want to buy into until it starts to improve and it's not improving at all. So ideas of buying Pilbara Minerals for a corporate move or indeed Mineral Resources or Lion Town or Latin Resources firmly on my back burner. So bond yields still going up, resources going down, lithium going down. What else is going down? The energy sector going down today. Got things like Woodside down 3.5%, Santos down 4%. There's this little feeling that the energy trade is over after a solid rise in the oil price. Oil production from OPEC is up for the second month on the trot, despite their production cuts. And there's a little sell signal on the crude ETF. OOO is the code for that ETF. Oil, oil, oil. Although it is very short term, and I think it's a bit early to say that the energy trade has ended. It's certainly got a few sell signals on daily charts, but not weekly charts. The other sector that's looking pretty ugly as well now, ever since the higher for longer declaration from the Fed, the gold sector's been on the nose. The gold price goes up when the US dollar goes down. Ever since the Fed meeting, the US dollar's been going up and the gold price's been going down. And if bond yields are going higher for longer, then the gold price is going lower for longer because the US dollar is going higher for longer as well. So gold on the nose, resources on the nose, energy on the nose, lithium on the nose, oil on the nose, anything else we can take out the back and put out of its misery? Must be another resources sector. Ah, yes, uranium. Paladin down 4.6% today. And we have a sell signal for the first time on Atom, which is the one of the uranium ETFs, both uranium ETFs overbought at the moment. So all pretty ugly today. And to give you the worst performers in the top 50, Newcrest down 4.4%, Santos down 4.2%, Northern Star down 4.1%, Woodside down 3.5%, Mineral Resources down 3.1%, BHP down 2.2%, South 32 down 2.2%. There's actually a bit of a bounce in the aluminium price going on, but I'm not brave enough to buy either S32 or AWC, which would be the obvious plays. And what's going up today? I think healthcare is the only sector that's slightly better today as ResMed goes up 0.9% and CSL 1.2%. CSL just hit a 52-week low. I wouldn't be buying into either of those share price trends at the moment. ResMed had a pop last week and now it's having a drop. Computer shares up today. They sold a business which seems to have been quite well received. They are also a beneficiary out of higher interest rates. Otherwise, everything's pretty ugly. Goldman Sachs are trying to talk up the results season coming up in the US and saying that the results season could be a catalyst for the big tech sector. And they've been drumming up a bit of commission by telling everybody that they've put NVIDIA on their conviction list as of last night. There's nothing really to be done in this market in anticipation of the US results season. The results season can be quite a good catalyst for the market, more commonly a positive catalyst as well as big financials report first, followed by big tech. I can't see that big financials have had a great last three months, although there has been a pickup in a couple of IPOs, a couple of big IPOs. And the US market has done much better than our market, so maybe it won't be that bad for big financials in the US. But it's all about expectations.
expectations and it's all about outlook statements. Could go either way, but the chart says no at the moment. The NASDAQ charts had some fairly significant sell signals and a pivot point at top there. It would take a good result season to resurrect that trend. We are, of course, in October now. September done. Tick down 3.5%. Ugly as expected, as usual. And I've had the seasonal chart in the weekend newsletter. October expected to be fairly rubbish as well. Usually see a bounce in November, December in the US markets. Although I'm not a big believer in witchcraft, as to be said. See the technical section today. Good chart in there of gold versus bond yields. Charts of CSL and ResMed. And short-term buy signals on the S&P 500 ETFs. But if you have a look at the Hekinashi charts I've put in today, you wouldn't be buying into that. We are, of course, waiting for the RBA meeting today at 2.30. Widely expected to leave interest rates at 4.1%. I think the market is a little bit concerned that Michelle Bullock, Michelle 1L, Michelle Bullock, 2Ls in Bullock, 1L in Michelle. I see some of the newspapers still haven't picked that up. And the concerns are that she will make some sort of mark by being Fed-esque. In other words, repeating what the Fed have said, which is going to be hawkish rather than dovish. No reason for any central bank to back off their hawkishness until forced to, and they'll only be forced to when inflation starts absolutely collapsing or when recession hits, and then they will be thinking about cutting rates. But for the moment, higher for longer it is, and you'd expect Michelle Bullock to continue that theme today. Overall, bond yields are still the problem. Overnight, 10-year bond yield in the US up 10 basis points. Aussie dollar up 13 basis points in the last 24 hours. It's not good. It's not good. The market is in a flat spin and heading out to sea. Nothing to do but sit in cash and wait for our opportunities. Could come at any time. I see here as well, Lotus Resources down 7.4%. Latin Resources 8.8%. Syro Resources 8.6%. Bannerman Energy Uranium 8% down. St. Barbara 8% down. Ironeer 6.5% down. All the resources buried. If you're in cash, have a nice day. Wait for the RBA. The game in the downtrend is to pass the time as pleasantly as possible without losing any money. I suggest you work out your strategy for that. I have some podcasts with John Abernathy to edit. Very long process editing podcasts, but I will get there. Some interesting stuff from John. Sorry I haven't been able to do it earlier. You have a good day. Back tomorrow.